see Justin Timberlake. Holy Grail. You'd steal the food. Off that album. Download that app. This is what it is. You'll see me. You thought somebody was going to beat me to all of this? It doesn't happen. You mad? Stay mad. You cursed the day. Me, I'm the king of this DJ thing right here. Some people are afraid to be the best. Not TC and J. No, sir, not even a little bit. Welcome in, folks. It's our MLB preview show. Not sure if we're going to have time for the NL. Might have to push that off to another another podcast episode. But uh, we'll certainly be going through, talking as much baseball as we can. Pitchers and catchers are all there. They're all here. They're all here. They're all here. <clears throat> Man, we don't need to do anything to preview the AL other than just listen to Kevin Mathis's, uh Rotary Club call again. <laughs> What's that? So uh, I'm going to send you one more here. Okay. Uh, is it Kevin Mathis's rotary call? No. So oh. I've never. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know that guy's name because he's not their actual GM. Kevin Mathis was a minority owner and was like their president. President. Okay. Okay. He's okay, been there okay. a long, long time. For some reason, I thought the way you said that that the person's name was Kevin Mathis. I don't remember exactly what it was you said. Kevin Mather, sorry. Yeah. My bad, yeah. I literally had never heard of this guy before three days ago. Me neither, me neither. Okay, me neither. but I, I made it... Blake cut the audio, but I, I made it about 35 minutes through the 45 minutes, and it was action-fucking-packed, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, like, it's one of those things where, like, you see the headline, um, and then, you, then whenever you read the article, you're like, oh, boy, that headline writer had a hard job. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to be able to sum this up in one sentence. Yeah, you need a new tab uh, at the no, top, like the ringer, when they do... Uh, in-game NBA draft. <laughs> I always love that that's their play. Like, do we get the, what you guys think is cool? And usually you're right, but just to blow it out for, like, new Beyonce album. Like, you've got the new tab. Yeah. Um, now, I, I just, you know, living with a, uh, a good friend who's a fan of the Mariners, uh, I, I don't know their leadership structure, but I do have a keen understanding of, uh, like, how, you know, like... It's weird, dude. There's like a lot of weird people doing weird stuff that like have power, but it's unclear what. Isn't the owner uh, the owner like uh, passed away recently, right? Uh, but I thought it was uh, the Nintendo guy, Japanese guy. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. I know this guy's ownership stake and I think has that he grown. Just kind of like sits in Japan, and I mean, you know, not now, um, but like uh, you know, just. Not now. People well, you might. People couldn't tell, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, just if there was a clear owner, like, living in Seattle that, like, the people all had to report to, but it was more like we don't see him. And so this, like, uh, one guy that was, like, I think the president of, president of the team was some kind of, like, former military oh, person. Oh, yeah. That, uh, you know, had a lot of strong opinions. The kind of guy that you don't want to leave unchecked. That seems like a really healthy uh, org flowchart. That's just some speak you probably need to get familiar with, business boy. The org flowchart. I know more about orgs and flow than you'll ever will. That's fucking nonsense, and you know it. That's absolute nonsense. I learned everything I know about business from Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I hope to learn more, but yeah. Um. 
So a quick look at the uh, collection. Uh, account value at 56.44, which means my profit right now is 40.60. So I put in roughly $1,500, and this is based on lowest ask. So probably that's if you did plus on some, minus on others, about straight up. And I don't know what the number is where I'm just like, this is stupid, F it. Like I've made $4,000 and I don't want to just take this right now. I've never made that much on anything. It's because, you know, you made $4,000. Now you're like, uh, I don't want to get off this money train. I don't want to give up this feeling. But I know that you need to have a number in mind beforehand, even if you F it up later. Okay, you well, what was your number? I think probably I thought whenever I first saw the value of some of these, how quickly they went up. And it's stagnated a little bit in the last couple of days because they're getting fucking wrecked by traffic like they've grown too fast mm. so these have pretty much classic been the same for a couple problem. days <laughs> it's a classic workflow problem um you know what there were market factors that they didn't fully anticipate um i think it's 10 grand <laughs> okay what are you gonna do then how much uh, cocaine does 10 grand buy well you just put most of it back in bitcoin and then that's a little more of a stable thing. You might take a few of it, throw it that's in the stable thing. Throw it in five twenty nine C. This Luca card that was six hundred and forty dollars, dude. I'm and I can show you people buying these right now. The lowest ass price is forty one fifty. That's the bulk of my portfolio here. Not very diverse. That's the only one I have that's like worth a lot. And it's well, basically I continue to think that you just need to hand that down to Noro whenever it's time. Luca, dude. That is interesting. Are you a fan like, or are, are you a fucking investor? Transferring NFTs, cryptocurrency. We got business talk going on right in there right now. Yeah, I think so. That's unfortunate. I hate to see it. Company and secrets. Another person come to business. <laughs> I have two videos to play for you. I okay. want to have some fun here. The first one. I do too. I bet 90% of the people listening to this podcast have seen this one before. It's very E-bombs world, and in fact, the YouTube upload date is 2007. It is, yeah. Now, I thought I, I, had seen, I had heard of YouTube in 2007, but recently. Yeah, it was still girl. I heard on about cat it in 2006 uh, because there was a guy whose identity, his whole identity, was uh, I drive a Volkswagen. And that was a it? Volkswagen. Okay, like it's What's one thing that? if it's like I own a Corvette or whatever. No, that's a. There's nothing wrong. You can live any truth you want in any brand, any make, model of But vehicle. he had a Volkswagen <laughs> hatchback. He had, he had the uh, plates on, like he had the European plates on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, because it's a German car. So you really want the full authentic sure. experience as you're driving sure. down fucking, you know, Jupiter Road. So what was his content like? Uh, well, he showed up one day and was like, uh, have you guys seen that Volkswagen commercial? And we were like... No. And he was like, okay, pull it up. Uh, go to YouTube. You know, like, just check out YouTube. And I was like, I'm learning about a lot of new things. Volkswagen ad I hadn't heard of. YouTube. That seems like the worst use of a emerging technology possible <laughs> to show your friend's car at. <laughs> I mean, Unless you it's know, da, da, da. Because da, da, da went. That's still probably one of my favorite commercials of all time. No, uh... Was just going to be like showing off the features. <laughs> like what the fuck? No, it's it's a joke commercial. Like it's the the, the intent of the commercial is to uh, be humorous. You should have just play da 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 
I think I just mixed up two songs. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna be able to. All find right. So, anyways, it. this first play video your, was played video. Uh, was was posted to YouTube in 2007. Mm -hmm. It's very um, KRLD uh, Baby in the Dumpster Hot Dog Report. Uh, that's a favorite. And one. I don't know yeah. how I haven't seen this, but someone sent it to me. It was had the same thing of like I feel like I've on, been on the internet doing nothing but watching vids for 15 years, and I haven't seen this, and I think it's funny. A Boise, Idaho woman is considered a medical miracle. Laura Esterman was struck by lightning nearly a month ago, and she was considered officially dead. Thankfully, CPR from her mom revived her heart, but she laid in a coma for two weeks, and then she defied all odds and woke up. Wow. I, I, I well... Obviously, there's a problem with that tape. She doesn't really sound like that. She doesn't remember the Okay, I, get, the you know, I, I don't know what the effects of being struck by so lightning sorry. are. Laura's learning to walk again after the lightning burns her legs. <laughs> and we'll have more on that story and hopefully get that tape fixed for you. God bless her. <laughs> did, did he say anything while I was laughing that was important? <laughs> Just the general tone of. I think it's when he. Well, sorry about the video. Anyway, she's learning to walk again. <laughs> I think when he kind of goes down to bite the pen. Yeah. Ooh, and he says she doesn't really sound like that. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I've uh, I've given that a few spins over the last few weeks. Uh, unpimp your ride. That's the end. Uh, how long is this? Well, this might be a bad idea. Listen up. V dub in the house. This oh, I'm Jason, this yeah. is your 98. Fuck you, man. Call it. You got an F. You know what we're gonna do now? No. Unpimp your auto. So do you feel like this was worth showing to your friends in 2006? We just dropped it like it's hot. I'm not gonna make you watch all of them. Man. Uh, representing Deutschland was uh, one of his big like uh, catchphrases at the time. So many poor marketing meetings. He's a nice ideas. guy. I hope he's doing great. Where'd I, you know him I think from? He was a ticket listener. I mean, you know, he went to school in the areas I went to school with. It was okay. mutual friends. Yeah, that's uh that that's like every single Like I never hung out at his bed. house. He never hung at my, hung out at my house, but we certainly had a friend who we both would hang out at their house plenty and he would also be there. No, this was immediately was after I smoking getting out of speed Excel. there. I don't even it's been so long since I've I was uh probably like nine years from having even one single plume of that delicious weed smoke touching my lips. <laughs> now, this other one you've almost certainly seen. Um, okay. Because it, I think it was Google pretty much in conjunction up. with the Britney doc coming out. Um, but it's still... Oh, it, yeah. We uh, went over this uh, the other night. I mean, I have seen it because you yeah. uh, sent it to me before and said you have to play this. Yeah. So that was how I saw it. We actually saw this, did this on the podcast? No, it was on the Twitch stream. Yeah, that's what I thought I was okay. going to say. Okay. You just said you might have seen this. We've got an audience. You have done differently. I mean, you mean, you mean as far as when people well, said I think this is a wild ride. He hung Janet no, out her needs to get ready. Yeah, that particularly. I mean, I don't take that. In case it's not clear, it's uh, someone talking to Justin Timberlake. I believe uh, within months of him exposing Janet Jackson's breast to uh, all of American television audiences. The someone is uh, a guy that I don't. Or just exposing a nipple pasty. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's this guy was my least favorite VJ. Okay, he always okay. seemed way too serious. You know, I don't want serious MTV. I don't unless remember it's Serena really. Ultra. 
This guy was a big. He was one of the probably had an editorial position. Yeah, I, mean, I was definitely locked up for the Jimmy That's Jackson true. thing. Although, uh, was physically closer to it than you were, unless you were at your dad's house for that Super Bowl. No, I was not. That was a Reliant game, NRG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It was the first one. That's just people talking, mm-hmm. and that's what they'll do. I don't take that to heart, but what I do take to heart in the bigger picture of it mm-hmm. is I'm a part of a community. I'm a yeah. part of a community that consider themselves artists. And if there was something that I could have done in her defense that was more that I could have realized than I would have. <laughs> but the other half of me thought to myself, wow, like we still haven't found the weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things where you break down Left each hand, component, right hand, you know? And uh, I mean, I guess the first one, you know, like uh, there's there's some amount of uncertain to eat you know, like we can't know it's in his heart but i believe him mm-hmm. whenever he says that if it occurred to him to do more he would have done it yeah it's just a lack of imagination really yeah um and it is also true that we have currently not found the weapons of mass destruction that we uh, were promised were in iraq it's really more just a marrying just that of bridge. the two <laughs> yeah becomes- i don't see a bridge there at all <laughs> Man's just maybe the bombs the walking on of, air mm-hmm. over a river. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's gonna go on. Oh, uh, yeah, so good. <laughs> but I, then I'm like, yo, I just would. I, I'd like <laughs> this clip is not nearly enough. Oh, I know. I feel uh, like you need to do some Oprah digging. Yeah, and, and just like uh, watching the entire show, whatever this is, that would be great. But what I really want and will never have is, I'm sure that his publicist was watching this. She doesn't watch every interview that Justin Timberlake does, uh, but surely the big ones like mm-hmm. this. This is like a we're having meetings, like we're in figuring crisis out how prevention. to say it. And so I want to know, like, was this their idea? <laughs> Seems much more likely that he just kind of like Saw a butterfly and <laughs> got squirrely in the moment. Was like, I got to try it. Very Brett Favre. Uh, and if that's the case, then I'm paying all I have. To, uh, to get a video yeah. of that, just when the words come out of his mouth. But then there's a part of me that's like, we haven't even found the weapons of mass destruction yet. <laughs> what are you going to do about that, JT? Perpetually true. I I hope to be able to remember that clip well enough to work it into conversation in the future. Uh, I have a brief insurance follow-up for you. Okay. Um, we were talking about this the other day. We were talking about the concept of insurance. <laughs> about the, uh, I think we were more talking Sunday on Patreon episode, just about now that everyone has power and water, what dealing with insurance might turn into. Mm-hmm. A dude hit me up, said, it, uh, in December of 2015, a tornado hit Rowlett. I live in the area, went out volunteering to help the neighborhoods that were damaged. After we got people's belongings out and into storage or whatever, the majority of my time was spent helping to clear totaled houses from their slabs because insurance would only repay would only pay to rebuild a house once the slab was clear and wouldn't pay to get it cleared. It was pretty crazy having to tear down shit and carry it to the curb for the trash people to pick up because insurance wouldn't cover that. Yeah, that 
one that sucks that's yeah that's fucking terrible that's the average insurance tale i feel i was yeah i do have to speak to my own experience honestly which was that whenever we got our roof damaged the insurance people were reasonable and yeah it all went smoothly and i enjoyed the process as much as you could enjoy yeah i think it's probably a matter of the more dynamic your claim is like if you get water damage you may have to get any number of things fixed. Yeah, a tornado yeah. took off my roof is probably something that the ones in Texas know what they're doing, and that's a pretty straightforward. <clears throat> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but if your whole house is down, but then the slab's there, and they're like, I still see a house. <laughs> to me, that's a house. It's actually like the bottom part, which is you probably couldn't do the rest it's of it. Kind of the best part. Yeah. yeah. So if that's still there, you're, you're like not hanging the out money. in your roof? No. All right. Well, then will you come take this part out? So you can. No, I won't. I will replace that part after you take it out with volunteer help. Sure, we uh, we live in a world with rules. Yeah, and the rules say if you got if you got a house, as I'm seeing, it's also fucked up. Yeah, no, you know. Um, I pulled up this article, but I'm not gonna be able to read it fast enough to uh, give you this information accurately. So I'll just give you the general overview. The concept of insurance, I believe, was uh, somewhat introduced by a man named uh, Bernard J. Danzer. And uh, he had a grandson named Ben who encountered some troubles early in his life and was sent to the Excel Academy in Conroe, Texas. Look at that. Uh, He was there, I believe, I mean, he got there probably younger than I was. I think that he was like 12 or 13. Uh, And then I think his sophomore year of high school, uh, they judged him to be doing well enough that uh, he was ready. He was ready to go. Um, Left for three months. Then they put them back. Hell yeah. Sounds like about the average recidivism rate for this fine establishment. That happened a couple <laughs> times throughout my time there. It became more common. But he was the first to do the go out and then have to go back. And I just, I mean, it, it is literally what I have nightmares about. Like, <laughs> still, being there is tough. Being like, you got to go back. That's, yeah. Uh. You probably earned that. Second tech, if you're being, oh, <laughs> if you're oh, just going back, his point in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, uh, um, we've all heard tales of uh, what those three months were like. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I, uh, I'm gonna ask a really dumb question because that's what I do. Uh huh. Am I to learn that the concept of insurance is not like, uh, I mean, it's got to be like Roman times. Yeah, but modern insurance is surely different. And that's, I guess, how I, I don't. But the idea of, you I know, mean, like to find him, I just typed in uh, his. I, I typed in his last name, and I know the college he went to, and I know it always pulls up because uh, Fordham is the college, uh, fairly large university. You know, I'm not in enrollment, but you've heard of Fordham before in the tournament, and they just have him in their uh, hall of honor. So. You tell me how much he did for insurance. He's in the Hall of Honor at a prestigious Bronx-based educational institution. Did they add anything in there about the the three months? I don't think that uh, I don't think Ben comes up. Also, one time, a few generations later. Yeah, um, that guy was a uh, fucking great. Big fan of Ben. Uh, one one of the most individual, brilliant people I've ever met. In my how life. things work out. I mean, he's still alive and he's making the best of it. That's and we all pretty got much a lot of hopes. All I was asking really was if he's still alive. He's free now. Okay. So he was always alive, but he wasn't always in control of his own agency and 
He was at times a guest of the Department of Corrections <laughs> and at times not. And I believe right now it's a not. And I am grateful for that. Well. So I went to uh, my favorite. This is a small, short anecdote. Okay. Uh, that uh, just from my life that I thought you might enjoy. Nothing big. Don't want to oversell. Okay. Um, I went to my favorite uh, taqueria, La Nueva Fresh and Hot. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's exceptional. I never ended up tweeting out the link, I don't think, but uh, the Observer did write about it. I was very happy whenever that happened. I've been a few times. I had to figure out whether or not they were offended if I ordered in Spanish or not. So that's where we're going. Okay. Because, yeah, it's like, uh, it, it is, it's a, I, you know, I, I go there a lot and you I, I, at this point i've sort of got down like which of the people behind the cashier a cash register have like uh, you you can order in english and which of them you can't cuz some of them like they'll tell you like i don't know what you're saying this is greek to me and i mean like whatever and uh, even if they do i don't care i, I know how to out. say bean and cheese burrito in spanish so it's go. not a problem um but yeah, so this that's a really i i love a bean and cheese taco from a solid taqueria but that is that's just a depressing order. What? But I mean, I guess you were the guy who once released a, a Google Maps doc on cheese enchiladas. <laughs> I don't just get like just bean and cheese. It's just, but that, I, I would say it's their best dish because, uh, you know, I've been over this many times. I think I've thumped my chest about this on the podcast before. Their, uh, their tortillas are the best in the They're city by incredible. far. And so whenever you go with the bean and cheese, it really forefronts that tortilla taste. There's no meat that's fighting with it. It's okay. just all kind of flowing in this one delicious direction. Um, I think it goes great. And then their, uh, their chorizo and cheese, uh, they just put a big old slab of cheese down there and then a little bit of chorizo suspended in it what was, and uh, uh, wrap it in one of those tortillas. And I love it. What's the green pork one? Um, I mean, they have a uh, Guisada Verde. Okay, that's, that's what I'm thinking good. of. Yeah, that that one is hot. That's basically a, a that's a bowl of soup, and somewhere yes. in there, there's a tortilla. Yes, my car fucking reeked. That's not <laughs> one you should be eating in your car, and it reeked for like a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, and you I was know, licking it's, seats. it's a good reek. Oh god. Um, but yeah, so most of the time, I will walk in, attempt to like. It's like you're saying. I think it's like. It's its own special kind of insult if you're looking at it in a certain way. Like, some people definitely think that whenever you walk in and, like, be like, well, I'll take the burden off of you. I'll just start speaking Spanish. That that's the most considerate way to go about it. That's a decent idea sometimes. But my thing is more like, it's kind of insulting. Like, I feel like it could be sending the message, you don't know English. Right. So I don't want to just presume you don't know English. So I will usually walk in, order in English if it looks like it's not like uh you know going well that i'll just like say i'll just repeat it in spanish but like the the previous customer was just speaking in spanish um and you know I, i'm at this point like confidently able to deliver my order in spanish so uh you know i just like two frijole queso burrito uh uno chorizo and cheese burrito but you did go with two I think I said dose. Okay. I did say dose. I did say dose. I mean, just make, make sure you get the ones you know, at least, right? And then she kind of, uh, in pr- just previously, I'd only given the order like that, and then I'll revert to English because it's clear enough what my meaning is, right? And it's not important to me whether or not you get the exact details of me saying thank you, whereas like the details of the order are more essential part of the conversation. And then she stopped and she was like, 
You think I don't speak English, mate? <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, like, no, but, but this is the first time where I'd gone the whole way in Spanish so far. So she kind of looked up at me expectantly. And it was one of those things where just like it all happened so fast that I didn't know what I was doing. And I was just like, es todo. <laughs> you didn't get your whole order? No, that was the order. I okay. just wanted to, it was just a little quick lunch. Okay. Uh, so, you know, that just, but just letting her know, like normally I would have been like, nah, that's all I want. You know, yeah. or, or just you... like, kind of giving a hand motion. But I was like, es todo. Oh my God. And uh, the, just the confidence and the like, yeah, I speak Spanish. It's not a big <laughs> deal. Uh, I, I haven't been there in a long time. My Spanish is very shaky. Uh, but, you know, at one point I was taking classes on it and probably could have conversed a little bit then. Uh, but yeah, no, I felt like a native speaker <laughs> whenever I'm letting her know that I'm not looking to order anymore, but using uh, us- using the tongue fluently to uh, to let her know. How'd she take it? Uh, you know, celebratory. It was just two Spanish speakers having a normal interaction. It didn't like wasn't like streamers <laughs> fell from the. <laughs> no, but you know, she didn't look like uh, it looked. All I want is to just have the interactions the rest of the customers around me have. Yeah. And that's rarely achieved there. Yeah. And this time I feel like we got there. So I was like, like part of my brain was watching the other part being like, who the fuck are you? What's going on here? I don't recognize this. Uh, But then the other half was like, nice job, mate. That comes up a lot. (laughs) That comes up a lot, man. That's, that's the, I mean, it's the basis of curb, but when it's race tinged, it's always... It always just feels a little bit dicier. Yeah. Um, speaking of race tinged, mm-hmm. I was laughing so hard to myself this morning when I saw that Coca-Cola was trending. I, I missed that. And uh, the first thing I saw was like a bunch of, um, I suppose, conservatives. I'm not sure. Well, I'm sure. I just don't know if it's like a part of the whole movement. Um. And they were doing the Colin Kaepernick Nikeing move to Coca Colas and like either pouring it in toilets or pouring it down sinks and stuff. And I was like, I gotta figure this shit <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to the bottom of it. Well, the first thing I saw was, uh, and I doubt I that I'll be able to figure that's a popular brand amongst them. Uh, amongst conservatives, I think its appeal knows no bounds. Um. So the first, the first thing I saw, which I don't have immediately available was something that was like uh these coke these coke ads gotta stop and i didn't know that it was parody at first Mm -hmm. and it was just uh the the coca-cola polar bears and as they're playing one of them puts a dashiki on the biggest one and a blm (laughs) mask it's like animated very very crudely you know i was like all right so there's something going on here but i don't know what it is Uh uh-huh the next thing I found was, <laughs> dude, I, it's, seriously, it's it's really hastily done, but um, I'm like, all right, so that's not it. But I, I did briefly think to myself, is there a chance that the people that are pouring their pop down the toilet somehow saw this viral ad and thought that it was real? Yeah. Because I think yeah. things like that have happened before. Didn't we have the Trump fell for like a, like a, a training video, right? That ultimately was like maybe was a one-off or wasn't a corporate policy or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know where Trump's involved with it. it would do, no, but, it was that deal. It was a yeah. No, and we're getting to corporate uh, training, but it was like the acceptable uh, BLM. 
prop uh shirts neo-marxist shirts oh uh, yeah yeah and then unacceptable any maga hats and yeah then, and i'm pretty sure that was fake okay so this has happened before where the basis of it was fake okay i do remember now what uh people were mad at coke about but yeah so yeah. their training video actually did feature a slide uh, regarding uh, inclusion and workplace diversity that actually did say be less white. <laughs> Try to be uh, less white. Are you sure? I it's, thought it was some kind of like uh, opportunistic screenshotting. So it said uh, tips on how to be less white, less arrogant, less certain, less defensive, less ignorant, and more humble. Do you feel like the person watching it took it in as they were screenshotting it and sending it to their conservative friends? No, but I also find it funny that they couldn't just stop at this one here. Because I do this get indignant whenever one? people don't pay, pay attention to corporate training. Do you? As yeah. A, yeah, that's... <laughs> Obviously, it's a, nobody wants, to, nobody wants to, to lean all the way into this, but, I mean, now that we've got people like uh you know critical race theory um opponents weighing in and there i think that's actually how it got first shared and, and blew up on right wing um social media but it's just it's just the shit that is in the news that upsets people and cause them to pour a coke in the toilet it's just it's never not funny to yeah, me yeah dude yeah no that's hilarious get any Whatever steps you got to take to have people filming themselves pouring <laughs> coke in the toilet. <laughs> then the journey you go on to get there, the parodies, the memes, the uh, fake. I've, I've finished watching How To with John Wilson, and uh, the most disgusting part of it was him throwing risotto in the toilet over and over. Why is it, like, looking at risotto is not gross to me, but for some reason, every time he takes a spoonful and puts it in the toilet, I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, man, yeah. come on. Anything you put in a toilet. It looks just immediately, it just looks like a shit version of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm just used to, I'm like, no, no. If you drop your phone in there, you're thinking to yourself, someone could have pooped that phone in there. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> I mean, obviously a company like Coke is going to take heat for this, but I think it is telling that the mere concept of saying that you should quote, maybe they could phrase it in a different way. Yeah, that's I would all say it really is, is. You're really uh, loading them up. I, I would advise against the corporate training that included the phrase "be less white." Yeah, I mean, I would too, but I also think that there's you have I feel to like find. We should all be proud to be who we are. <sighs> really, we just did this a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> what? Whenever we were talking about the we were anthem, against and, being proud of who we are. No, but I mean, you know, sometimes you have to include all the parts of who you are. Yeah. And, uh, I guess I, the distinction I was making then was uh, between being proud and loving something. So you got to love who you are. You don't have to be proud of every part. Uh -huh. You got to love who you are. But the love doesn't mean you have to stand up uh, with your hand over your heart outside of an Italian restaurant and wine bar in a <laughs> downtown <laughs> suburb. No, yeah. I, I should have known then. <laughs> like, none of this is getting better. <laughs> uh, is... You know, Biden won. Catholics back on top. Oh, man. So I have a... Uh, so they got away with that, huh? I love it. I think it's a classic one. Good. I think it could be uh, the archetypal. So they got away with that, huh? Because the entire point to the segment is that uh, we will often... Like, it's one of the most frustrating things about reading the news. I wish I could, like, have a way that I filtered out unsolved things from the news. Like, if all I saw was like what was that uh oh don't fuck with cats yeah if i just got to watch don't fuck with cats and not 
five years beforehand read some story where you got like two of the details you know what i mean like the the don't fuck with cat stuff is just so much better they tell this rich story you understand every part of it um extremely satisfying and then you know the the thing whenever we're just finding out that a guy got murdered and you're like murdered by who how do you have a suitcase that's fucked up i don't know what's going on here i'm just left like it just you know uh it's like someone uh, gave you half a puzzle, but like didn't tell you it was half a puzzle, and you put it together, and you're like, it's missing a bunch of pieces, and they're like, fuck you, and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's how reading most of the news is, and uh, I, it doesn't, like, you know, it's, it's not like it's uh, the New York Times' fault that no one ever solves these murders, but it's, uh, it's a weird thing that, like, whenever they've recently happened, it's all we can talk about. And then whenever they're about a month out, it's just like, unless it's been solved in that time, it's just, yeah, you know, we're never going to mention this again. Then it's what I like to call a cold case. Yeah. And they almost are like treating you like a weirdo for, because what they were telling you a month ago is that this is the most important thing. We're putting it on the front page. Like your life should revolve around this. And then you're like, okay, I'm taking that in. Yeah. Ready, ready, ready. And uh, then whenever you ask about it a month later, you're like, hey, you remember that thing that you said was like the most important thing that day? <laughs> That's still kind of big for me. And they're like, yeah, we're not publishing shit on that. You're fucking weird. I don't even think Bear that happened, dude, to be under. honest. Um, it is a weird thing. I mean, I guess that's just, you know, it's called the news. Yeah, no, so I, I get, get it. I can, but, I can see the inescapability of it, but there's probably ways to... I mean, I just yeah. think that they should be constantly publishing things of like, hey, you remember that thing we told you about a couple weeks ago? Here's where it's at. And like well, a lot of times it hasn't moved much, but I don't know, fucking interview a detective or something. It would appear in an odd twist that this godforsaken medium that we find ourselves on here is actually like the best at this. I'd say it's the best in every possible way. Yeah, I mean... Maybe some, I don't know if any Netflix documentaries have gotten things solved. Certainly if the New York Times did podcasts, they wouldn't run into any trouble at all. <laughs> dude, I wanted my fucking money back, man. <laughs> did you listen to that one? Yeah, dude. Not only did I listen to it, one? I read the book that that guy's... Uh, did you really? Yeah, dude. I'm sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> the ISIS book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read that book. Uh, I can't even remember what it's called now, but... The, the the main cleric that they're... I mean, there's several main clerics, but he's definitely one of the biggest ones. He's the one that was like... Was there Graham something? You want to, tell about, you want to know about ISIS? I'll tell you about ISIS. Uh, he's just making stuff up. He's uh, never been Graham Wood. Yeah. You trusted that there was a cleric uh, named Graham Wood. Nah, Graham Wood's the writer. Okay. But I do think that the cleric was possibly like Australian. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... We no love Allah, mate. He's no longer called Australian, you know, he's no longer going by Crocodile Dundee. Um, but yeah, so what's this one? This one is the Sherman Double Homicide. I did not remember their names. Uh, didn't even remember Sherman, but we're talking about Barry and Honey Sherman. You remember this yet? Barry and Honey Sherman doesn't ring any bells? No. He's a, uh, a pharmaceutical magnate. Who's Canadian? Who was murdered in his home with his wife? They were both uh, found hanging from an area near their indoor pool. Uh, initially identified as a uh, murder suicide, 
But a lot of pushback from friends and family, and then the cops looked a little harder, and uh, the evidence actually added up to a uh, targeted double homicide. Was this like, uh, did it involve their kids at all? They had kids. Okay. I was trying to think there was a... They were forefronted in the the news, certainly. There was a story, then that's not this one, though. There was a story I was trying to think that that this made me think of where, but I think this might have been like a robbery that went wrong and they like ordered pizza to the house or something um, with the family like dead inside. And it was like a really well-to-do industry murder but that that ain't this one then because i think the kids this was around christmas in 2017 jeez Um, that recently i thought you would have remembered this sorry man (laughs) i mean you know uh i guess it's speaking to what i was saying because i i i don't know that we like would have talked about it extensively but i might have offhand mentioned it um oh the home's already been demolished god damn that sucks I mean, you know, probably could have got a deal. Family uh, get what they get, or you know, like that's that's what they wanted. So that's good. That's a proper um, clarification. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I realized that the thing I said and the thing I meant were two different things. So I it needed to uh, reconcile the two. It was a rec- is a personal reconciliation, Bill. Uh, that's a nerdy ass joke. Uh, not even really a joke, but, uh, so yeah, I, th- this was, it was a big deal. I mean, you know, like it was fucking billionaire gets got and, uh, no one knows why. And the follow up is, is that like they got away with that, huh? Whoever fucking killed this, this, uh, couple, um, last year, late last year, the Toronto police announced that they had a person of interest. So I would say that if you're looking at it three years later, like, you know, the, the big rule, as we all know, is uh, 48 hours. We oh. don't know within 48 hours. Oh, yeah. so, so how do you feel if it's been three fucking years? That's tons of hours. <laughs> it's many hours. Uh, and the most they have is person of interest. I would say you got away with it. He's not even a suspect. Oh, no I, arrests were made. And like it was a person of interest like in November. It's fucking February. They've done nothing further. Explain that term to me. I mean, I think it's probably a, a legal thing, right? Of like, uh, if you say someone's a suspect, that's going to bring certain things on their life. And so if you misidentify suspects, classic Richard Jewell thing, he got a lot of money. Who the fuck, whenever they hear somebody's a person of interest, is like, let's see how this plays <laughs> yeah. out. Tap the brakes. <laughs> no, you're right. We here, the court of public opinion, would like to exercise restraint in condemning the husband who has only been named a person of interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. feels like there must be some law enforcement reason for why they can do it gather leads about you without having you sue them or some shit like that right like everybody should be a person of interest in theory i just always thought that was a that was a very odd term you make a good point it seems a bit euphemistic yeah they they were last seen alive (laughs) on december 13 2017 two days later uh realtors were taking buyers through the home that they were trying to sell hey Turned a corner and there this was iron two, is hot. two bodies hanging from the rafters. <laughs> There's a feature over here that uh, will come in handy around Halloween. That one would be. <laughs> Jesus. That'd be, uh, that'd be tough. You wouldn't forget that. No, but I would move into a home where someone was murdered. Especially that one. It's got an indoor pool, dude. And of course, what's you know. Better, what's more luxurious than an indoor pool? I can't think of anything. It seems like a massive beating dude it is awesome someone else is beating you're fucking rich you're not touching the equipment 
Um, no one who has an indoor pool. If you have an indoor pool and you're like sweating the maintenance, then like you fucked up. You've made some bad yeah, decisions. Jesus Christ. Look at these. This pump is <laughs> through the roof. Yeah. yeah. Throttle the water. Stop heating it. No, if you, if you own an indoor pool, you should be able to build an indoor pool like every couple months. I would probably go with half pipe. But half pipe is more luxurious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I knew some kids who had a half pipe. Uh, it didn't look that luxurious. I don't know, man. It's pretty sweet. This is a good list to come back to. No, I don't um, know. There's a full half pipe. Just some ramps. Um, so I would live in the home, but also I absolutely understand the family saying that after that happened there, they want it just completely demolished. I don't yeah. know how that, and that's know, an, that's a special like kind of rich or, as well. Yeah, no, I mean he's a billionaire, right? Um, so it's not like they have to worry about. Hey, we got to flip this. That was why this is a story. You know, like uh, poor guy gets killed in his home. Did we know anything about? If I missed this, tell me about uh, items taken. I don't believe so. Uh, he's the gener- uh, Yeah, it was a generic drug maker, Apotex Incorporated. And his wife were uh, were big philanthropists. Yeah, man, maybe it's he made uh, the do do do. You know about that? You sneak it into your bag. Just, just a, a little pop of codeine. <laughs> just a. That's so good. Yeah, I uh, Chris Berman explaining that uh, he had been excited to be assigned to a Blue Jays game earlier because he knew he had a Jets Monday night game coming up and wanted to be high on opiates to do the halftime show of it. I feel like that was uh, one of my early visits to kissing Susie Colbert. Yeah, like that sort of video. Yeah, so that's that's some e bomb era for you. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. Would you live in a home where something like that happened? Hundred percent. I mean, what's, well, I guess you have to get into different uh, home prices, it, just percentages off or not enough. But I would wonder, like, what the. But I mean, even if they're charging full price and I got it, it's got an indoor pool. It's in Toronto. Yeah, and I think it probably helps to not really be too. I've never been to Toronto, but I bet it's great. I've Jeez, heard it's great. It's on the top three for me that I haven't been to. Uh, have I think you ever pro- been to Canada? Or yeah, because of the oh, yeah, Stars bro. trip. Outside oh, yeah. of the Stars trip? Yeah, we went to Vancouver. She and I did. And then went to oh, Whistler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of um, course. Remember but I've been to now. Ottawa. Well, that was just Stars trip. I've been to, yeah, but Montreal. I can't recommend Montreal enough. It's uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I'd like to go. Uh, where else did we go? Maybe one day. Maybe that was it. Big old. See the thing is, Calgary, is that we I would to like to go to Montreal sure. and I would like to go to Vancouver, but like it's not like it actually makes sense to pair those two. No, not at all. They're very far apart. Yeah, it's uh, like it'd be like being like New York and L.A. <laughs> big cities. Just I would say a quick New York L.A. vacation. Probably the two biggest geography errors that I made whenever I was like in you know when you first learned about literally any other country or continent. Mm-hmm. Now, these were not the two biggest gaps in my knowledge. They were simply the two names of places that I knew existed that I was wrong about. Mm-hmm. Were that basically Canada and Africa reached kind of like state size. 
Okay, that's <laughs> then, what you thought. Yeah. And so like South Africa and like Northern, I mean, what is that? It's probably what? It's like Oklahoma to Kansas or something. Mm-hmm. And that no problem, Toronto to, to Montreal must be uh, at, at most. I think that their neighborhoods are the same place. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm positive that at, that at that age, I thought, I mean... I mean, how how far apart could, it's Canada? That's a great question. <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, you know, obviously the. But I was that was totally only when I was seven. You know, Antarctica <laughs> you thought was was long and thin. Yeah, it's holding um, everything up. <laughs> that's a classic one. I don't know if there's a kid alive who didn't think that the first time they saw a map. But uh, I don't know. I don't remember any other continents that I thought were the size of states. Yeah. Well. I may be the only dumbass, but no, I, I still think you talk to people now who probably underestimate the expanse of, of Canada. <laughs> probably. Um, at their own peril. Yeah. I don't, uh, I have an icky feeling about that one. There's no, uh, you would think that if there was a business deal that had gone bad regarding the Toronto murder or somebody who was out to get him, like surely if you're killing a billionaire on purpose, it's for a reason. Yeah. And like if it's there's not, going to be a follow the money. Like there has to be. Like even why if the do fall you kill the money isn't money, right? Yeah, like yeah. even if it's just okay. Well, here's he was in love with the wife, or he had. I mean, that's just extremely, extremely odd. You but know. I mean, that, that, like I, to the best of my knowledge, they did not say who the person of interest was or why they were interesting. They were just like, we do have a person of interest. You know, this is something we announced. Oh, the uh, the family. Uh, hired a private investigation firm, and all they said was that they like announced the investigation was done, and left it at that. So I don't know if they. I, I mean, I haven't read full articles on that. I just I just read the uh, the articles. About okay, the let's play this interest. out. In a situation like that, if the yeah, pri- last December the family's private investigation ended, but Toronto Homicide Unit said the police investigation remained active. What if? What, what would you think would happen in this scenario? Family pays a ton of money for private eyes. Private eyes come back with what they think is convincing evidence that this was a murder-suicide. Family says, we don't believe it. Private eye says, let me show you how I can prove this to you. And the family says, either we don't believe it and you're done, or okay, maybe that is what happened and we're done. But we but are, we have no had onus specifics to, about, because I mean, you, you know, whatever, this is circumstantial kind of thing, but I do recall pretty swiftly because this is like where I remember like the initial news. I mean, it was only four years ago. Um, but I remember the initial news of like, uh, these two people have been found dead. Like that was news the next morning. And then it was, we think that it's a murder-suicide. And then there was, like, a full cycle of people being like, no fucking way. Like, these people are too happy. Like, every, mm. like they're fucking billionaire philanthropists. That's a dude. very poor refutation of that idea. I but. understand what you're saying, but don't you feel like there's people in your life that if, you, if they killed themselves, you'd be like, no, they didn't? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, but I've also I mean, seen... I think, that's, I think that matters for something. Like, I think that's, that's evidence the way, in my opinion. I know what you're saying of, like... People are capable of darkness that we would never suspect. Um, that is true. It's been proven to us a number of times. But uh, it's still like those are the outlier cases. I, I, I want to know whether or not the friends are being like, yeah, you know, I mean, he was a good buddy of mine, but uh, had some stuff in his heart that, you know, seemed to be eating at him. Yeah, so, I mean, though, that's the flip side of like... I'd say most of my friends. <laughs> yeah, something's <laughs> eating at him. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I, that's like the flip side, though, of when we used to talk all the time about people wrongfully uh, accused yeah. or convicted of like, boy, I don't know. I mean, him and his wife did jo- he jokingly used to call her a fat bitch. I heard that on multiple occasions. And then the, now he's on the stand whenever they're at her murder trial. Like, yeah, he called her a fat bitch. Yeah, no, I don't think it's the end all be all, but it was an important bit of information. And then the police said that there was physical evidence indicating that it was Okay. Like that I, there was something about ligature marks, like that the way that the I hate that I kinda know what that word means now. <laughs> I know, right? Like I could have uh, gone. Never used in a good context. No, no. <laughs> It's like always, uh, you, whenever kids are using jump rope, you're not like, ah, oh, good ligature there. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's just always we after take that it's word been back. used. As, uh, I, I'll let them have ligature. Because I swear. I don't need it. It's 25 times <laughs> per episode in the Night Stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just saying ligature. Over and over and over. Yeah. Like so much so that when the next murder would happen, I'd be like, please be something else. Like, Yeah. I'm just tired a, of the... Just the classic hammer yeah, or something. Blunt force. Yeah. I'm going to read you one more quick thing here. Okay. Did you read uh, the gas stove article that our friend Matt Bruning tweeted out? I am aware of the entire thing. I have not read any specific articles. Okay, so the only reason I'm reading this one to you is just because... I'm worried about the fact that we have a gas stove. Worried is a little over, but I would uh, tend to... In in our next house, I would prefer that it be electric. Well, I think what they're talking about maybe is is not even just electric. I'd have to find the specifics for you here, um, which I don't have in front of me. Um, Anyways, I just wanted to read this part. Yeah, yeah. Just because uh, I used to love this back in uh, in college, and you would these are places that would, uh, especially in Texas, where uh, internships were pretty easy to come by. If you wanted to do a PR internship or an advertising internship, um, and in fact, I have a family member who used to run one of these type of places, or he was at least employed there. Um, So Southern California Gas, that's a distributor, one of the biggest distributors in the country, set up a group called Californians for Balanced Energy Solutions. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, the website that makes no mention of the gas company or the group's industry links. In the Pacific Northwest, the group of gas and pipeline companies put up $1 billion to establish another front group called Partnership for Energy Progress. <laughs> well, I mean that sounds good. I do like energy progress. Yeah, well, partnerships we partner up. Term, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, energy. You into that shit? Yeah, <laughs> might go to their meeting later. Done deal. Partnership for Energy Progress. I will be there after I get done uh, with my friends from California. They're more about solutions on balance in the energy <laughs> okay, space. Yeah. They're, I ca- mean, they're California stuff. Like, dude, can't have it. <laughs> I didn't love that sort of like, and dude, <laughs> yeah. and I remember the first time I ever heard anything like Have this. Have they ever considered not naming it something that makes it sound like that's what it is? You're, I mean, but <laughs> that's only to, not just only to us, but the average person who sees their website and is maybe a voter that doesn't have a time to, a ton of time to figure out what's behind this. They're like, oh shit, this website is dope. There's nothing on here about Southern Californian gas uh on this website at all they're just giving me some cool facts this is just like a pamphlet on my computer love wow, a good pamphlet great, yeah. um love your information do you remember like the first time you learned about uh i think i've probably shared this anecdote before but a pr or ad class with a dude might have been day one like put up the slide of six cancer organizations mm-hmm. and was like all right uh you guys heard of these but they all kind of sound the same and you're like, I think all of them. 
and then he like hits one button and it's like this is the percent that each one of these uh organizations donates uh you know that they don't keep basically and it was like you know from 95 to 5 across the board but they all sound exactly the same yeah it's like it's just the fucking it's literally the south park um manatee getting bubbles with words like progress yeah peace yeah uh information cancer uh those are the family guy manatees sir Okay, but from the from the episode, but whenever you say it that guy, way, you're going to muddy the water. Okay. People are going to think that South Park's made by manatees when Family Guy is made. Remember by the time I was having tea with Mr. T? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, no. The uh, the, the whole business is that uh, there are no standards for indoor air. Like you know, the the EPA or whatever regulates outdoor air standards, right? But there are no indoor air standards. But if there were, almost certainly every time you run a gas stove, your house would be in violation. It would trip it. Yeah. Like it's shit's bad for, I mean, you know, whatever. You're not dying. You know, like everyone's lived with gas stoves this entire time and the current life expectancy is in the 70s. So like, you know, uh, with all these things, anytime someone's like, you know, what's silently killing you. I'm like, nothing. I'm still alive. Um, But uh, it's something to watch out for. No, I just wanted to end with... uh, I've got a small update on how's my drone doing. Okay. Retrieved from the neighbor's roof. All right. Uh, Richard brought it over to me. He uh, knocked on the door, said, missing this? Something <laughs> okay. like that. I yeah. don't know. You, know. you remember this? And uh, gave it a look-see. It does turn on. Uh, all of the motors spin. Only two of the rotors are still attached. Okay, you're probably not getting those back. And uh, we actually did hand back like the broken ones. Oh wow! But, I mean, you got uh, rotors getting broken. That's normal, of course. A drone. It came. That's with. just drone shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> People <laughs> know you got to run through some rotors, yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, one of them it like ripped off the thing, and then the uh, the gimbal's wonky. So I'm here to announce uh, that uh, we will have a further update because I uh, I dropped about hundred bucks on uh, parts. I'm going to take a run at it this weekend, see what we can't do. Talking about a little DIY? Talking about fucking pulling up YouTube. Drone it yourself? Just the way Megan the Stallion told me to. <laughs> diving into some DIY. I think I think we mean different things, me and her, but we both are doing DIY. <laughs> okay. So, I know which one I'd rather watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Um, that's well, that's where we are. Thank you. Thank you. Droning and boning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later. We'll, uh, we'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.